sounds awful it's because we're recording it over skype and we just tried to do a clap sync and it was awful it was it was it was super bad i think avery clapped like four or five times and i don't five even times think, i don't even think we clapped at the same time either because when i clapped i didn't hear avery clap and it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of rough so Edit, if we if you hear least. our voices running together during the podcast it's most likely because i couldn't sync the audio together that's gonna be really a, funny a true disaster but um Lots gone on. We took what a two month hiatus after our graduation, something like that. Yeah, I mean, not a lot's gone on really. We had you know a day, um, which boring. We, as we've stated before, boring. We don't pay attention to it. Although it was, I worked it. It was incre- It's incredibly stressful to work. I wouldn't suggest it to anybody. Um, and then after that, there wasn't really anything going on. Uh, yeah. But we're back, and today was the first day of fall practice. Yeah, and Saban went all super boring uh, media press conference on us, as he usually does. He talked about Deshaun Hand a little bit, said he's not going to get suspended, which nobody really expected him to get suspended anyway, except for, you know, haters that want to see Alabama fail, which is most people, like Dan Wolken uh, and Danny Cannell, who ironically... Your good friend Dan Wolken. Yeah, I tweeted at Dan Wolken and asked him if he was upset today, and he responded and said, I'm going to angrily drink out of my water bottle and then I'm going to go about my day but <laughs> he was definitely more mad about it than than that for sure and Dan Wolken kind of sucks so <laughs> he's a good sport to be fair I mean he's funny he's yeah. pretty funny but uh screw Dan Wolken so uh, and I Danny got Cannell. no beef with the guy I, no, I mean Danny Cannell's terrible but I haven't like, looked I at mean, Danny Cannell Twitter today but it's probably funny I mean of all people who could possibly um, uh, criticize, uh, what's it? Discipline? Um, like Disciplinary issues, right. A, a Florida State grad and fan has no has no uh, land to stand on. No. The, I mean, like, I mean? our guys get arrested a lot for sure, but theirs get arrested <laughs> way more than our guys. Like, you're, like, it doesn't make any sense. But right. we got I a mean, lot to like, talk about today. It's pretty solid. That was, to be fair, we were very close to fall camp. We were so close. Yeah, Deshaun Hand gets a DUI arrest where he's not driving. It is, I mean, obviously still a DUI if the keys are in the car. We learned that in alcohol class. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but nonetheless, like, it's his first offense. He's a, I mean, from what I understand, a good kid. Um, he hasn't uh, put a foot in the wrong place before. I don't see why anybody would be calling for a suspension. You uh, you know know, what I mean? I don't either, and especially based off of Saban's past record. I mean, Tim Tim Williams got caught with pot in the middle of the season and sat out a half against Kentucky. Wasn't his. It was Brandon Chicken's pot. It was Brandon Chicken's. You You don't forget that. And, like, Cam Robinson didn't get suspended. Hootie Jones didn't get suspended. I mean, what makes you think that Deshaun Hand, who is probably... 
I, I don't know. I, I would say he had like you know way less you know character issues than those guys did. Right. Uh, I mean, not that those guys had character issues necessarily, but like coming out of school, a lot of people, mostly LSU fans, wanted to knock their character and stuff. So uh, nobody really said that about Deshaun Hand. And I mean, he's been on academic honor roll multiple times. Uh, it was a mistake, and at least he wasn't driving. And that's what right. Saban. That's what Saban said in the press conference. He he talked about you know he didn't put other people in danger, um, so they're not going to suspend him, which is cool Look. for, which is cool for Alabama because Alabama definitely needs him against Florida State. Well, I mean, we look, we all make mistakes, right? I've text, I've drunk texted a girl I wasn't talking to anymore. Hey, with four Y's at two a.m. before. Okay, <laughs> that's a good decision, dude. That same night, you pulled, you lied to me to pull me out of a bar while I was talking to another girl. We all make mistakes, Taylor. Uh, all right, that was that was funny, dude. I said ABC's here. We gotta go. Oh, it was it was ABC, hilarious. ABC Taylor. was not at the bar, and Avery got really mad. That was, I think. I mean, if you're not having a drunk shouting match in the back of a car, are you even really friends? You're not. Def- I don't think if you've not. never had that happen, you're not friends. You're not I've real gotten friends. A, I've gotten I've got drunk arguments with you, Justin, yeah. Paul, um, and, and the common go. denominator is me here, but it's not always my fault. <laughs> and Justin, I think it is, to Justin, be fair. Justin literally tried to fist fight me one time I, in the car. And I was like, Justin, why are you trying to fight me? <laughs> like, I don't want to fight you. And Paul also just, he just got mad. Paul, I have gotten in a shouting match with Paul as well. See? Right. Paul Justin, though, me and Justin got to work on that. Obviously, we're not good enough friends. Exactly. Ju- Justin's easy to get in arguments with. I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure he'll hear this, and I'm sure by, when we come to Atlanta... We'll we'll sort that out. Oh, dude, it's got to happen in Atlanta. But you might get arrested in Atlanta if something happens. Oh, like that. that's true. I'll keep uh, it on the deal. Atlanta really jail well. uh, is not a place for either one of us. It's no Tuscaloosa jail. No, and, and Tuscaloosa jail is kind of ratchet too. But Atlanta <laughs> jail is actually terrifying. It's probably closer to prison than it is to jail. I'd so, I mean, I'd imagine so. But you know, we got a lot to talk about today. We got yeah. Uh, we get, we get to slam uh, Hugh Freeze. Right, uh, that happened. Bama Hoops and Fall Camp. A lot of fall stuff. Fall Camp, which, I mean, one day of Fall Camp, but, you know, Fall I Camp. I mean, general overview of Fall Camp. Yeah. So, yeah. I haven't really read any practice reports because it doesn't really matter. They're not even in pads today. Yeah, I mean, I glanced over it, but, like, it didn't, it wasn't. It basically, it was, like, Deshaun Hand was practicing with the team and that's the only news from today as far as I could tell yeah and what do you what do you uh let's start out with uh Ole Miss actually yeah let's start out with Ole Miss what are your what's your reaction to all this Ole Miss uh turmoil it's pretty awesome isn't it I mean look there's there are a few teams I want to fail more than I want Ole Miss to fail Tennessee, obviously, at the top of the list. But if, if I want to see any team fail and get hit with sanctions, which, I mean, they haven't been yet, but, like, they've essentially been hit with... Their their head coach had to leave um, in a cloud of mystery and disgrace. Uh, who, I can't... I couldn't stand Hugh Freeze, man. No, me either. Me either, I've, dude. I've somehow he always Hugh recruited Freeze. a quarterback who, who, who we struggled against. 
It didn't make any um, sense. Yeah, I mean, Dr. Bo doesn't make any sense to me. Dr. Bo. Dr. Bo. Um, but, I mean, it is amazing. Their fans are obnoxious. They beat us Twice. two years in a row, and they think that they own us. Like, um, you and beat then, us nine times in a hundred years. You can simmer down. Right, and then we go and win the national championship after we lose, and they just can't. They, they still, like, hold it over. Like, it, I don't know. They don't have a lot to hold on to. They've never been to an SEC championship game. Um... I, it's amazing, and I don't. But because my the best thing about this to me is when um, Robert Kandichi went to Ole Miss, we all said, "Well, his brother's there, but why? Like, like Laquan, he's way too good La, for Ole Miss." La, Laquan Treadwell and Laquan Treadwell, Trunsel all those and, guys, and Tony Connor. Like those guys went to those guys went to Ole Miss over like Alabama, LSU, Florida. Like that doesn't happen. Yeah, and back when it happened, everybody, like every everybody, as far as I understand, everybody I knew was like, "There's something going on there. That's there obviously fishy. Like that's a pro. There's no way that's clean. All of, there's no way all that's clean. And I'm I'm glad it came to the surface. I guess. Well, and the best thing about all of this is. Uh, Ole Miss now has to defend Hugh Freeze against the NCAA, uh, which I don't think is honestly going to work because they, you know, they were, you know, bowing up at the NCAA for the longest time, and they find out that Hugh Freeze is calling escorts, which is also hilarious. <laughs> you know, it's he, just icing on this entire story. Oh, it's, it's incredible, because initially I thought it was for players, and I was like, oh, so we got him. And then I was like, oh, shit, it's for Hugh Freeze. It's Hugh <laughs> Freeze's escorts. Like, what? So they have, they have their pervert coach. Well, not really a pervert, <laughs> but, like, their sex-crazed head coach. Um who also failed to monitor all this cheating that was going on. So Ole Miss has to defend their sex-crazed coach against the NCAA, but the NCAA is going to be like, well, uh, we have all this evidence against you, and you you know, bowed your neck at us. We're going to slam you on top of this. Because them getting rid of their uh, coach also didn't have anything to do with the NCAA investigation. If they were smart, they could have said, we, you know, found more NCAA allegations, blah, 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 and we, you know, he, he's decided to resign. That would have been the smart thing, you know, in, in my opinion, but they, they categorized it as his, you know, character flaws or whatever that he had, and now they're going to have to go against NCAA having not even, you know, really addressed these uh, NCAA allegations other than the bowl bin, which I don't think a whole lot of people thought they were going to make a bowl this year anyway. No. No, that's the thing is they were already going to be bad this year. And like, they they tried to kind of throw a Band-Aid on it, but, you know, Laramie Tunsil, uh, I mean, that's all the evidence you really need, in my opinion, is the, I mean, the Laramie Tunsil literally coming out and saying he took money. I mean... What he doesn't need to lie. I mean, like, why would he lie? But I mean, that's yeah. all the evidence I need. So they're going to get slammed on top of. They probably won't be good. Like, and I'm talking good as in like, you know, eight nine wins. They won't have eight nine wins 
for probably five or six years after all of this because the recruiting is going to take such a huge hit. And if yeah. they don't hire a good head coach uh, with a with a decent name, which I don't know why a decent name would touch that job. Uh, no, I mean, right they're going to have to have a Mike Shula type guy come in, a yeah, placeholder. which I think Matt Luke is probably that guy. Until these NCAA investigate, until this you know NCAA crap gets over their head, and then they're gonna, they're still gonna struggle finding a guy to take over that job after you know Luke leaves, and I just think they're screwed for probably you know the next seven or eight years. Right. I mean, like by by that point, um, by the time they come back around to where a, a big name might want to take that job. The SEC is going to be a totally different landscape. It might be a little bit easier for Ole Miss because it, you won't have the Nick Saban cloud hanging over you. Right. But still, I don't think Ole Miss was ever this destination job. It no, it wasn't, wasn't. Like, like it's a it's a it's a relatively large school and it's an SEC school with resources. But if you they, look at the competition, that's that's a hell of in the West. Like you yeah, don't want who wants to take that team. job. Look at the teams in the West that have more resources than they do. Let's start with A&M, Texas A&M, right. Auburn, Alabama, uh, LSU, and that's just in your division. Right. And then you've got Tennessee, Georgia with more resources than them, and Florida. I mean, that's probably the ninth or tenth best job in the SEC at best. Right. And honestly, so- with, what Dan Mullen, with what Dan Mullen has done – at Mississippi State, you'd probably put Mississippi State ahead of Ole ahead of Ole Miss in terms of just jobs you could get. Because honestly, I mean, even Hugh Freeze's best teams couldn't beat Mississippi State. Yeah, and Mississippi State was relevant on a national scale. Probably, um, I mean, they were number one. I mean, Ole Miss was never number one. Right. I mean, and, I think at this point, there's um, a ceiling. By... There's a ceiling at Ole Miss for sure. Right, and like by the point where you'll be able to get a guy who could get you those eight nine wins, you're gonna like Hugh Freeze. It's a very you're gonna get a guy very similar, like a PJ Fleck, who yeah. who is is a good coach, but will use that school as a stepping stone. That's all that school is. Exactly, and it's um, it's, it's not a destination job like a Alabama, LSU, uh, you know, Tennessee, Florida, Florida Georgia, yeah. Um, I mean, even, I guess Auburn, but, um, you know, that's kind of a lame job in my opinion too, but, I mean, but only, I, but only because in the Auburn job is, you know, downgraded because of what Alabama does. Right. I mean, it's not the number one school in its state. Yeah. So I think that's where, you know, it, it kind of makes it hard for, for Auburn. I mean, that's a hard job. I mean, you look at Especially all the now. players we take out of directly their backyard. A lot, and like we've like we've spoken about multiple times. Um, that's that's got to be. I mean, there are guys who would come into that job um, ready for the challenge, but that's that's an intimidate. It's got to be an intimidating job to take. I would agree, and I think Auburn's way better than Ole Miss for sure, but. Um, you know, I don't know. We'll we'll see how it plays out. Hopefully, it plays out really poorly for Ole Miss because I think they <laughs> totally deserve it. Yeah. Um, oh, for and, sure. And it's really, really funny. And they're great value Alabama, and they're gonna, you know, honestly, not even be great value Alabama at this point. They're I was about to say like they're not dollar, even great. No. They're like they're like Dollar General right now. You know what I mean? Like they're below Walmart. 
I think giving them a a title and then Alabama is on. They can't. I don't think they can be compared. They don't to compare. Us no, they really. Yeah. They don't. I'm saying. I mean, they think they do, and they just. They really don't. God. Hey. Hey. They. They never lost a party. Oh yeah, for I, sure. I tell you what. Because I do want to go to the Grove, though. To be fair. I mean, honestly, I don't because it's it's a smaller, you know, quad. And I just a, want to see it, honestly. I do too. I'm probably. I've heard go, it's a good time. I'm probably going to go visit Matt in law school, but you know, we'll there see. There you go. Yeah, friend of the show, Matt Smith, also one of the few people to drop an f bomb on the podcast. Yeah, he he did. So did uh, so did Justin, I believe. Justin, yeah. And then there was one more. She wasn't on the podcast, but she was in the background. Who? Don't remember who it was. I don't remember who it was. It was it was a uh, old old podcast. I think I was it, was, like it was it was when we were at Carly and Liz and Sally's yeah, house. Yeah, right. House. I remember who dropped the f bomb. It was pretty funny though. But you know, whatever. Hey, no f bombs. No f bombs. No GDs. No f bombs. And basically anything else goes. <laughs> That's the rules. That's it. <laughs> but you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. um on to. Uh, let's talk about basketball. Let's talk about basketball. I'm not In excited. August. Still not excited. Dude. I'm you, kidding. You have to be excited after <sighs> that, that open practice. They had 2,500 people that was really practice cool. in August. That was really cool. I mean, they're, they're building, I think they're building something special. John Petty can drain the three. Uh, Colin Sexton is as good as advertised, uh, you know, and they were scrimmaging a while back, and uh, Retno Basahan, a great player at Alabama, could not guard Colin Sexton. That's a hell of a defensive player, too. Yeah, and he was... Not, he was that's an, not scrub. He was an all-SEC performer, and Colin Sexton just worked him, from what, you know, everybody I know that's told me. Uh, yeah. In addition, uh, John Pelfrey is really excited about Galen Smith. I got some kind of inside sources that uh, feed me some stuff every once in a while. and uh, The coaching staff is really, really high on Kalen Smith, and he's definitely the wild card, as well as Herb Jones. I mean, obviously you got Alex Reese and, uh, you know, John Petty and Colin Sexton. Everybody knows what they can do, but Herb Jones is a guy that Florida really, really wanted, and he, and he decided to come to Alabama. And, you know, this team is set up not only to make the NCAA tournament next year, but they're going to be good for years to come because of, I think, right. I think what they're going to do this year. The schedule is hellacious, definitely. I mean, you're playing – you're possibly going to play Minnesota in that Barclays Classic. Uh, you're starting off against Memphis, which I don't know who Memphis really has uh, at this point, but you're playing Texas, Oklahoma, Arizona. Uh, then you got the SEC slate, which is going to be a lot better this year. Uh, Jerry Palm – I think it was Jerry Palm put seven SEC teams in the NCAA tournament uh, this season. So, I mean, it's going to be an improved conference, and uh, it's definitely going to be tough for Alabama. But, I mean, I think they got the talent to get it done. Right. Um, I think uh, – I don't want to look past this season, obviously, because it's only August. Um, I think – we can we can get very excited about this season. I think that's fair. I, wa- I didn't watch the whole practice. I watched um, bits and highlights. Um, and Colin Sexton is as smooth as it gets. He's, he's I mean he's he looks so like he looks like he's out there just at a casual pickup game, right? He looks like he's just casually draining threes, pull up jumpers, like everything you need from the guy. He's gonna give you. I have no doubt about that. 
Um, but I think what is going to be interesting, and this is insane to say, but looking two, three, four years down the road, I mean, if if Avery Johnson can keep up this recruiting, that's the only question. And I'm not. I, it's 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 ridiculous of me to look that far, even though we're only in August. We haven't even gotten to the basketball season, and we don't even know if we will be successful yet. Although I think we will be. But there, I mean, there's I'm, no way this team doesn't make it to the NCAA tournament based on the schedule uh, and the talent right. they have. I don't think there's any way they're not in the tournament. Right. I mean, we we have the people to go up against, and if we can win the games that we didn't win last year, that we should have won, the Texases, the um, Dayton's, the, those kind of games against Georgia. good opponents. Georgia against, well, you know, against opponents. If we can close out games, we will we will easily make the tournament, hands down. That's the only thing I think we had to improve on from last year is just finishing games. That's the only thing we couldn't do. Exactly. Um, in most cases... Uh, against Kentucky, we somehow decided to close the game out strong after. Or did we? Actually, I can't remember. Uh, I was like, no, yeah, because we, we were getting our asses kicked. The the home game. No, we just did make free throws in that game. That was the game yeah. we went nine for twenty six. That was hard uh, to watch. In free throw, that was that was very frustrating because they the they weren't that good last out. year, honestly. No, they really well, you they know. really weren't. You know. You can't win games if you don't hit your free throws. But you're, I think you're right. I think we we should. If I mean, like we've said it before, if we don't make the NCAA tournament this year, something's horribly wrong. I would agree. You know, and another I don't thing, think anything's horribly wrong. Another thing, I was listening to Subtles today uh, at work because that's just what I do at work. Um, <laughs> right? Do you do work by the way? Oh yeah, no, I do work, but it's a, it's a lot of like, <laughs> it's a lot of hurry up and wait. You know what I mean? Like uh, I have to you do tweet stuff. a lot. Yeah, well, I, I'll do work, and then I'll like I have to wait on like ad agencies and stuff to like get back to us. Uh, so I just basically sit around and wait on them, and just like you know, tweet, and run up my dad. Right, right, you tweet. By the way, congratulations! I, we haven't been had a podcast since you got a job. So, oh Woo! yeah, for for those that Woo! don't know, I'm at Fox, so it's it's chill. Woo! I'm in sales it's, it's at Fox. I, I hung up the, uh, I hung up the broadcasting career, and now I'm at Fox. So, uh, in Atlanta, so that's pretty cool. The career, the broadcasting career you had. It was it was quite a career. It was a long and arduous career, but you know I think it paid off in the end. Year and a half, dude. Year and a half of TV stuff, and <laughs> I just I don't know. I wanted to make money, so. I don't blame you. Hang on a second. Can't blame you. <laughs> Please. Golly. Okay, sorry. <laughs> we'll cut it. <laughs> cut it. I just noticed on the schedule, by the I might not cut it, actually. I just noticed on the <laughs> basketball schedule, um, for the Canadian tour, because I, I, I just pulled it up. I haven't looked at our Canadian tour. We're playing somebody called McGill University. Oh, dude, we better um, beat them, dude. We better beat them. I so if we McGill. don't beat them by 150, then I swear to God, I will be furious. Make their asses quit. I will be furious, folks, no, if we don't there, beat McGill, Tulin Jr. There's one team that like beat Wichita State pretty easily last year that we're playing. One I of can't Canadian remember. teams? Yeah, dude, they beat Wichita State. What? Yeah, so apparently apparently a couple of these teams are good and uh 
it's really I think it was really thought out the way that we're doing this tour because they basically we could have gone to Europe but the teams in Canada are apparently better and you know what so I mean whatever you know Canada kind of sucks but you know did Steve Nash come from Europe no he did not folks he He came from Canada he did my favorite point guard of all time came from Canada there you go uh, Canada's lame, though, for real. <laughs> Canada um, really is great value, America. Like, they're just not as good. I, you know what I mean? Like, you don't hate them. Like, I don't hate Canada. <laughs> don't hate them, don't love them. But, like, I don't want to go to Canada. Like, if somebody's like, hey, you want to go to Canada? I honestly might be like, eh, I'm good. You wouldn't want to... If Drake asked you to go to his hometown, you wouldn't go? Okay, Toronto is basically America. Oh, stop it. That's dude, the most insane cold take I have ever heard. Dude, it's basically America. I mean, they have, they have the Raptors. Do French in Toronto? No, because I've never been, and I don't care. A lot. France, France, they'd be speaking German if it wasn't for us. Oh, oh my God. Saving their ass twice, little bitches. Is, I don't like France I'm either. I'm very confused. I am very confused on where this just went. It So, they're speaking French, right? Um, right, I'm saying nobody speaks French in America. Right. So, oh, dude, yeah, they do in big cities. What? People speak French. How many dude? French people are, are you coming across in Atlanta? None, dude, because I don't interact None. with foreign people here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so you, you see them, you spot them, and you're like, "That dude, I, I'm not having any of that dude." No, business. dude, actually, so actually, I have interacted with a foreigner <laughs> at the bar. Uh, he followed me on Instagram. He was like, he was like, follow me on Instagram. He was from Argentina. He was pretty cool. Uh, oh, Messi. Yeah. You met Lionel Messi. Pretty much. No, I told him about me going to see uh, USA Argentina. He was like, oh, that's so cool. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, he, he was cool. And I got an Instagram follower out of it. So... I mean that's that's you can't the only about that. that's the only foreigner that I've come into contact with in uh, Atlanta. So positive <laughs> no experience, no dude, no Frenchies, because they know <laughs> French people know they need to stay in their own damn country. Because <laughs> they need to stay in their lane, and don't you dare even look at Taylor Mooney. Stay in your All lane, right? France. You'd be speaking German if it wasn't for my oh. gran- people like my grandpa. There you go. Exactly. I mean, it's true, dude. Like, (laughs) they just, like, they folded like a deck of cards, man. Like, it was a, look, man, you look at the history. They had a, they had a bad war strategy. They, they planned from World War One. They weren't prepared for the, the air force of Germany. Look, look into the history, but they had a bad plan. They're bitches. They were bitches in World War One. They had a really bad plan. Check it out. Dude, they were bad in World War One, too. Uh, Poor they were, they were worse in World War Two, my friend. France have they were worse? France, no, for sure. But how you couldn't be any worse than they were in World War Two. That's true. I, I mean, mean, like they, I said, dude, they they, they just built, went belly up they like built, immediately. We don't need to do a history. We don't need to do a history lesson here. All right. Point is, France not doing sucks. a history lesson. France sucks. Not doing a history lesson. France, Paris um, overrated. Eiffel Tower. It's just a tower. Like, you, you don't know. know you've never been. Look, I don't. I don't care anymore. I don't want to go, dude. They got good food, I guess. That's about it. That's about all the French have done for me. They have Nutella croissants, is what I hear, and I'm down for that. Nutella's overrated, too. Oh, that is such a load of shit. Dude, it's overrated. 
That's a load of shit. Dude, it's off-brand chocolate. Bad take. Just get chocolate, dude. Like, What do you mean just get chocolate? How are you going to smear chocolate on, on pretzels? Melt that huh? shit. They have oh chocolate pretzels, bruh. What oh are you, my god! You're you're just it's confusing different. me here. You're it just, is different. Nutella is different from chocolate. So we went from basketball to f- World you War II. You took it France. here. You this brought is, it here. It, I did, and I'm proud of it. Honestly, pretty <laughs> incredible. But I did. I looked up Wichita State's. I don't. I did. I looked up their tour. I don't know who they lost to, but they played McGill and Carlton from our schedule, and then we played the University of Ottawa. So Pretty I don't know sure Carlton. I think Carlton is the one that beat them. Okay, so Carlton and two of the games. Team. Only two of the three are live streamed. Like this is 2017. Carlton will not be live streamed. I'm looking at it right now. Great, thanks, Carlton. We will see us beat McGill Senior, not Junior. I said Junior earlier by 150 points though, which I is going to be dude. fantastic. I hope. Oh, that's on Monday. Yeah, dude. Holy. It's six o'clock, right? Yeah. Holy shit! Wait, what time? Exciting. What time is uh? What time is it? Eastern time. Seven. You can't do that conversion in your head. Are you serious? Well, I thought it was. I didn't know if it was six our my time or six <laughs> your time. I'll, I mean, anything on AL dot com is gonna be central since it's or not AL dot com on a real tide dot com. That is a good point you make there, buddy. That's why you come to this podcast, folks, to learn what the difference between Central and Easter time is, all right? Now you know. You were enlightened. Now you know. But I'm very excited for this Canadian foreign tour to see this team. This is a, I mean, I'm always excited for Alabama basketball. I know I say I'm not. I get excited. I get this false hope. I always get it crushed. But I'm always excited and this to see this team actually in act. I like the practice was very cool, right? But to see this team really in action is going to – I think it's going to be a treat. I'm it's going to be excited. fun, dude. It's going to be really fun. And we actually have guys now to run the offense that Avery wants to run. Yeah. We don't, we don't, have, yeah. to, we don't have to dribble around for, um, you know, 20 seconds and then throw up a shot. It's going to be fun, dude. We're going to score in the first five to eight seconds. It's going to be cool. Hopefully. I am going to miss that. Oh, dude, the, the shot clock heaves, dude. They were great. Oh, I'm gonna really miss the heaves. I'm gonna miss those. Those are hopefully they're a thing of the past, though. Oh, for they sure. They cause me too much stress. They're funny, but also not that funny. <laughs> they're funny for a neutral. It's great for the neutral. Oh, dude, or the or the team we're playing. Oh they're just yeah, like, they're just true. like what are these what are these dumbasses doing over here? Like they're just dribbling the ball. Like all right, what's this offense? <laughs> I lo- God, I'm gonna miss us just literally standing at the top of the key for 15 seconds. God, it was incredible, and like Jimmy Taylor just fake ball screening the hell out of nobody. Oh, dude, and then getting the ball at, at the, the top three of the point key, line? like he's like what? he's yeah. an offensive threat. Like, oh like, yeah, I would just stand there and I'd be like, Jimmy, shoot that shit, and he wouldn't make it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, Jimmy, I got I'm got I got a gun right here. If you don't make this, you're done. And he just wouldn't make it. There's no way... He'd be done. If his life depended on it, he'd be done. He could not do it, and it's incredible to me. But now we have, you know, bigs that can that can get outside the, you know, from around the rim. They can... They got yeah. a little mid-range to them. So, yeah. you know, we'll see. I will say Jimmy Taylor, the best experience I ever had with an athlete at the University of Alabama was with Jimmy Taylor. Incredible guy. Love that guy. He, uh, <laughs> one time... Very was, nice guy. We were at Galette's, and I was just absolutely slammed. We were at Rounders, and, buddy. 
No, no, no. I saw him again at. Uh, I mean, oh. I saw him, saw him a lot. Like we used to see him at Waffle House all the time. But him and Shannon Hill loved yeah, Waffle House. Yeah, they did. We ran into them three or four times at Waffle House at like two a.m. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, I mean, whatever. I guess they had we're a here. game. They had a we're game the to, next day. Yeah, no, we we literally ran into Shannon and Jimmy at Waffle House at two like two a.m. the day before a game. Like, what are you doing? This was this was under Anthony Grant. This wasn't under uh, this wasn't under good old Avery. But yeah, no shit like that happens all the time, and I'm just like, what? So we were at Gillette, and I'm talking. I'm just looking around, you know. This girl I knew, like you know, knew Retton or whatever, right? So Rhett, I was talking to Retton for a second. So casual. And, yeah, and so uh, anyway, I look over at Jimmy, and Jimmy's like ever by himself. I walked up to him, I was like. How's the weather up there? And he said, man, get the hell out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) I thought he was going to murder me, dude. I was like, no. I just made a tall joke, Jimmy. Come on. And he just... All he would have to do is, like, fall over on you. Dude, he could just swipe me with his bare claw, and I would just be dead. Like, no way I'm surviving a Jimmy bitch slap. Like, no way. It would have ended poorly for me, and it almost did. But then I I took his cue, and quote got the hell out his face. So man, I, and the first experience you had with him was so po- uh, positive. Oh, dude, he's a cool dude. Like, yeah, a cool guy. But you made a bad joke. You deserve that yeah, one. Yeah, dude, that was that was a bad joke. But you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, a couple anyway. thirty thirty two ounce wells do that to you, dude. They make you make bad jokes. Hey, especially if you get them from the. If you lived in Tuscaloosa, you know that that one bartender at Galette's, the old man. They just stand there and look at you and just oh. pour it, and they're like, you're going to die. They don't care. No. And they like, don't care. It's not like a one, two count. Like, it's 32 ounces of liquid, <laughs> and probably 24 is like liquor. I, I can, taste I'm, it. I'm not exaggerating. Like, you can taste the liquor, and it is, oh. those things are potent. But our anyway. last, well, our last throwdown when we went this summer to Tuscaloosa, I asked you to get me what you were getting because you were buying for me because there's only three dollars and you're, you're employed. So I got the whiskey coke like you got, and it, it was, it was, it was whiskey with a splash of coke. My dude. They're they're violent, dude. Like they they Woo. they'll do you in Woo. every time. I can't wait to go back for Woo. sure. Oh my god, dude! I'm I'm going up actually uh, this weekend. I'm very excited. I'm probably going to go for Ole Miss, LSU, and Tennessee. So if you want to meet the not-so-experts, you come for, I don't know about Ole Miss, but Tennessee and LSU, I'm going to be there for both for sure. You're implying that we have random listeners. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Everybody, yeah, the people every, that don't know us. <laughs> everybody everybody that listens to us, I'm pretty sure, like knows us. But in they case you're a rando... Yeah. Uh, Look. we'll be, we'll be talking about, you know, going to Tuscaloosa and we're going to meet up and, uh, no dude, did I tell you the time that some dude, some dude, I had no idea who it was, came up to me at Moe's and was like, dude, I like your podcast. And I was like, what the hell? No. Yeah. I think you did actually. No. Yeah. I told you about it. It, it threw me off. Yeah. He, was, he was like, Hey dude, like I, I had to have met him somewhere or something. He listened to the podcast. Yeah. And, yeah. No, it, it was really funny. And I was like, damn, I'm low key. Loki kind of hype right now, but you know, that, <laughs> I, that's, that doesn't happen to me. That happens to you because you're it, Alabama Twitter famous. It, it's only happened once. It doesn't. I wouldn't say it happens to me. You know what I mean? Like it, it happens. It, 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 it has. It can happen. It has. To you. It has happened once. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Anyway. But, 
excited. All of that, all of this World War II uh, talk to say we're wow. hype about what basketball a, this year. <laughs> what a what a, a segue! What oh, a, dude. What a what a change of pace! It was it was amazing for real. I uh, love that. I hope our our listeners probably tuned out fifteen minutes ago. Oh, for dude. being honest, honestly, why are they still listening to this? We still have to uh, talk football though, so maybe they want to hear. Yeah, let's just let's, let's just, just go hop to football. over to football. Football, let's do it. Uh, um, I'm excited. I'm not prepared for this. I'm gonna I'm gonna warrant the listeners right now, um, but I am excited. So you're telling me we've had two months to make this podcast, and you still are not prepared? <laughs> hey, I've been I've been watching I you, ballers. I suggest all of our listeners go watch ballers. All right, very good stuff. Unless right? it's about Levar Ball. What? No, why ballers... would it be about? Why would they make a show about Levar Ball? Cause, dude, th- that shit would probably get ratings. No, it wouldn't. God, it's, no, it's The Rock, and he's a sports agent. He's a he's a financial advisor for football players, and it's dope. That sounds right? cool. It's dope. The Rock is dope. I've been reading a lot there of that Phil Steele magazine. Page. I I picked it up and I started to read it, and then like I was I flipped you know page. 158 over here and I don't want to learn about Illinois you know no, dude no for sure so like I read about Florida State because I'm I'm prepping for that that uh stress stress factory and um I read about the SEC and the big teams around the country and it's a good magazine I would recommend people get it for real I mean it, it's it's got a lot of stuff, and the layout is terrible, but it's good content. Well, to be to be fair to him, first of all, I mean, yeah, the layout, like a lot of the ads and like stuff, are like they look like they're straight out of like nineteen ninety six. Yeah, to be fair. Dude. Yeah, but like the the team pages, it looks like a like an absolute mess. But he's got to fit a lot of information in here, you know. That's true. Have you ever seen his website? It looks like freaking spam. You tweeted it out, and I did see it, and it looks like a spam email. You are correct, <laughs> dude. It is so it looks bad. Awful. I I like I was at work, and I got on this I got on his website, and I was like, ah, like what is this? I looked at the. You can't read I, anything. I walked no, and I walked across, and everything costs money too. Like everything on the website costs money. Like you have to pay for the content on the website too. I wonder how rich Phil Phil Steele is. Really rich. I'm gonna check it out. He has a lot of he. I mean, he's not famous enough to have like a net worth calculator. I wouldn't think, but uh, we don't um, know. Yeah, I mean that's true. Google it, but yeah, and <laughs> I, I looked. This girl in the cubicle across from me was a marketing major, and I said, "Oh my god, come look at this website," and she said, "Who is that?" And I said, "He's <laughs> the." I said, "He's the smartest guy in college football," and she said, "And that's his website." She was like offended. <laughs> She was offended by his website, but a lot of good stuff, and he has Alabama winning the national title. All right, so his estimated website track traffic worth, and this is only here his website traffic. I don't know what I don't know what that means. I can't. You're right. Net worth isn't a thing for him, but it's sixteen thousand dollars. So maybe he's not rolling in the dough. Who knows? Because his website looks like absolute shit. Yeah, it looks awful, and I I wouldn't buy anything from him. No. But I want to start. I want to go ahead and start because it came out today. Was it the coaches poll? The Am Amway coaches yeah. poll yeah. came out today. Alabama number one. Every but Taylor specifically, you were panicking on Twitter 
Dude, we're um, not gonna win the national pussy. title now. Look, look, I looked I, I looked into this, right? Okay. And I, I quote unquote looked into it. I found an article by uh, your boy Kevin Skarbinski, our favorite writer at AL.com. God, I hate Kevin Skarbinski. He's the worst. <laughs> and we haven't won a national title um, in recent years when ranked number one. But last year we were ranked number one and we lost on a last second play, right? Right. Okay. And then if you look at when we won national titles, we were ranked five, two, two, and three in the past, um, in our past four national titles, right? Right. So, so basically close to one, so. Right. So what's the difference from 2011 and 2012 when we were ranked number two to this year when we were ranked number one? Honestly. Honestly. Ah, I mean, I get, you, you kind of convinced me, dude. Now I think we're going to win it again. Look, I mean, this team, there are some things that worry me slightly. The secondary. Um, the the Death. defense specifically, and I don't remember the last time this was a thing, um, because I guess the past two, three years, I, I mean, I can remember, but the past two, three years, we've been ridiculous on defense, especially, I mean, last year was probably the best defense I've ever seen. Um, For sure. For but sure. there's going to be a drop-off. Nick Saban actually, I think, in his um, press conference noted – or maybe at, it was at SEC Media Days, actually. He noted that there was going to be a drop-off. Um, he mentioned that th- there's no way that we could be as good as last year. Or, you know, in, in general, we can't be as good as last year, um, which is, I think, fair, right? But that's saying that's not saying, like, we're going to be bad. We'll still be that's probably saying, the best defense in the country. Right, that's saying we're not going to be legendary. The best defense I've ever seen. Right, exactly. So in my and then I think the offense is going to be better. I think we have to be right. I, I do too, and I think the linebacking core is probably the most talented linebacking core that we have had. I'm just going to throw right. it out there. I mean, they are so damn good. And the thing is, Ben Davis, the number one linebacker in last year's class, is probably just going to play on special teams this year. Uh, I mean, you got. I mean, every that, time that, we say stuff like that, it sounds insane, but it's not. It happens all the time, right? Yeah, and like the only thing that concerns me uh, about this team uh, is the kicker because he's a freshman, and I'm an Alabama fan, and kicker and Alabama <laughs> does not go together. Um, Shout out to Jamie Christensen. Yeah, cats and dogs is to. Uh, or cats are to dogs as uh, kickers are to Alabama. Uh, so yep. that's how that goes. And so, I don't know, it's just like the kicker scares me and we can't afford to have any injuries on the, on the, in the, in the secondary, sorry. I mean, we're really good on no. the offensive line. We're really good at quarterback. We're insane at running back. We're really, really good at receiver. Uh, we're really good on the defensive line and linebackers. But the secondary is something, like we can't have like like what happened to Eddie Jackson last year. We can't have that happen. I mean that right. that can't happen with this team. I think uh, because which I mean, is like you have like you like Trevon Diggs. I think is going to be good. Everybody's freaking out that he got torched on a day, but he got torched by Calvin Ridley and Jerry Judy, who were probably you know when they're all said and done. I mean they could win Blitnikoff. I mean they're that type receiver. Uh, and right. Saban, Saban was praising him through the spring. I mean, a, a bad A-Day doesn't really concern me. He's got all the physical tools, so I'm not really worried about it. 
but it's it's past that that, that kind of scares me a little bit because there's not a whole lot of guys that have played a lot of snaps once you get past, you know, Minka and Ronnie and Anthony Everett. And, you know, I mean, Trevon Diggs really hasn't played that many snaps, uh, especially at corner. He hasn't played any. So uh, that's a little, a little worrisome. And the fact that we lost Kendall Sheffield, uh, you know, year before last. And, uh, you know, Aaron Robinson uh, also transferring. And we really, because we had recruited so hard the two years before that, we really don't have that many corners on our roster that, you know, that are that, are that fantastic. I mean, Levi Wallace is good, um, and Shai Carter is pretty good, but, you know, you don't really know if they can handle a starting load, which kind of scares right. me a little bit. But, right. I mean, I, mean, I, th- I, think... I think definitely on paper it's probably the best team in the country. Um, I think, like you saying, we can't have an Eddie Jackson situation, um, which is which is a fair statement, is scary because you can't count on not having injuries. That's right. not, that's never a safe. A, it's never a safe assumption to say, oh, uh, we won't have any injuries. We'll be fine. You know. Right. Um, you always got to count on not necessarily the worst. But you gotta count on something going wrong. I mean, it's a violent and, game, and injuries do happen. I mean, look at look at what happened last year, and how close Alabama was to winning it last year after losing probably a top a top five safety in the country, a top five probably linebacker in the country, and yep. Bo Scarborough. Yep. I mean, that is yeah. it's insane. Yeah, I mean, I think, and I also, I mean, putting aside the fact that without Bo Scarborough, we we gave up the run game for some reason. Um, the, the fact that we, the, I mean, those losing those three players and those are like, I don't think we have that many injuries last season. I'm no, we didn't. Wrong. But those, those were but, the injuries. Yeah. Like we didn't get that many, but we got three to three very, very key players. Right. Um, I, th- that you can't, I think it's unfair. Like, like looking at, I think it kind of goes back to this whole the number one preseason ranked team can't win at all. You you give us Bo Scarborough and you give us um, you can even keep honestly without Eddie you give us Bo Scarborough and you give us Sean Dion. I think we win the national championship game. I think that's a fair assessment. And it's you know it's a what if, but and it's a I, what if it, Colt got hurt argument. But it's true. Right, right. But point being. You have to be ready for those injuries, and I think you're right. The secondary is thin, but still, nonetheless, extremely talented up top on the on oh, the, so so uh, so good on the roster. Phil and Steele, I think, yeah, yeah, Phil still has our defensive Number back two. unit as the second best in the country. So, I I have faith. I know, like, I'm I'm gonna have to temper my expectations for the defense. Because we've we've been spoiled for the past three years, um, and I know our defensive line isn't. I mean, last year the the depth on the defensive line was sick. Like that shouldn't be uh, legal to any college team. It's right? not a. It, that was not a college offensive or defensive line. No, no, it was it was it was like two. It was two. It was like if you take the two teams in the national championship game, you take both of their their um. One D like their starters on defensive line, and you throw those starters onto one team. 
Yeah. And then you have more guys who could start for those teams. Yeah, I mean it. Um, I mean they had like from the from that defensive line you had Tim Williams get drafted, Ryan Anderson get drafted. Um, crap. Who's the defensive tackle? Dalvin Tomlinson get drafted, and Jonathan yeah. Allen get drafted. And that's just yeah. the defensive line. Yeah. And then what? You, you lose Reuben Foster. You lose Marlon Humphrey. You know, Eddie Jackson. Um, those kind of guys. And then you... But with the team like Alabama, we all know it's not it's not who you lose. It's who's stepping into the place, who's stepping into those spots. And we have the guys to do that. We have Deron Payne. We have Deshaun Hand. Anthony Jennings. Um, plenty, plenty of Quinn guys to take these places. Right. Um, so, like, I don't, it's, it's hard to look at this schedule, right, and say we're going to lose two that games. One. It's hard to say we're going to lose one game. You know I'm always cautious, but even this season, in my opinion, if we get past Florida State, we're, 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 we're walking Golden. on sunshine. I mean, yeah. And, right? And the, the crazy thing to me is you don't have to beat Florida State. Right. You could lose that first game. And still make Honestly, I'm not saying it's a good thing. No. But hypothetically, we lose that game to Florida State. That's a rallying point. It's a it's a Tim Tebow. We're going to win every single game after this. And then it, 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 we use this. I'm not saying we need motivation considering we lost the national championship last year uh, with one second left. But even if we do lose to Florida State, we could easily come back stronger than ever and run the table very easily looking at the schedule. That's not even a problem. I agree, too. And the only game that I look at and I'm like, eh, I don't know, is the barn at the barn. And that's only because right. it's at the barn. It's not really because I'm scared of Auburn. Like, I, I'm not. We're the, <laughs> we the better team. Yeah, hands down. But, uh, I mean, you know, whatever. We'll see. Uh, Look, you know, I mean, Stidham, the hype train, uh, Heisman boy, but... I'm not going to lie, dude. They play Clemson, right? Yeah, they Clemson. I'm excited to see Jer- – I mean, Clemson's going to be a different team than last year. They lost some – I mean, I haven't even looked, but I know they lost some serious players along with um, the guy. I Honestly, I've, I've erased his name from my memory. Deshaun. Um, yeah, you know his name. Um, but I'm honestly excited to see Jared – I want to see Jared Stidham against a legit team, against Clemson at Clemson. I'm – I'm honestly very excited to see that game. I don't think there's any way they get out of that with a win. I I just want to see what Jared Stidham's about, man. Honestly, I want to see if he's for real or not. And I'm not I, saying that I is the decider. Obviously, he has to get through the gauntlet that is the SEC. But I mean, that's I just, a huge I just game. Want to, I want to see what's we up. Will, we'll yeah. know if he's legit. Yeah. And we'll know if we need to actually be worried about Auburn. <laughs> I mean, to be fair... I'm not gonna base my um, my entire like outlook on Auburn on that game because they've done it before in seasons past where they lose early and they they catch they catch ahead of steam towards the middle of the season and then they look dangerous around the Iron Bowl. Well, yeah, so but I, just, I don't think, I think it's... that. I mean, Stidham. If Stidham is hot, I think we're you know we got a game on our hands. But I mean, right. if he if he flops like a Jeremy Johnson or a or like a uh, Tyler Cox was that his name or a, is, was that the Taylor yeah. Cox? Yeah. I don't know. His name, his last name was Cox, and he was a quarterback for Auburn. Brandon Cox, Brandon Cox. That's who oh yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, if he Brandon Cox's that thing, like I'm just Brandon gonna laugh. Cox's. I mean, if so, they do that, if they if they two quarterbacks in a row, um, go that he's gonna be the Heisman, he's gonna be at, he's gonna be in New York. I mean, you can't you can't beat that kind of that's that's all you can ask for as a rival is to see your your the most hated team on the roster flop with a supposed Heisman candidate again again for the second time it was it it'd be it's all I can ask for um I also just a quick little note on Hubbard I uh finished um last chance you uh-huh uh season two recently very good um and I they they go to some of the players from season one and um oh I'm totally blanking on his name because John I'm Franklin names John Franklin the third um, is they go to John Franklin the third and he's like, oh, I just wanted to go to Auburn, a big atmosphere, blah, blah, blah. And then he talks about how he lost out on the job and Sean White started. Sean White is starting over him. And he's like, I'm just going to, I'm going to compete. And I know I'm going to get my chance like I did last season when he was at uh, East Mississippi. And I'm like, oh, I know the end of the story and it doesn't end well, John. It does not end well. It's pretty oh, hilarious. Boy. It's it's very hilarious because he was he was kind of a he was kind of a punk on Last Chance You. Yeah, he was. Um, you should have you should have just screamed at him through the TV. Hey Sean, hey uh, hey John, John. Franklin, your uh, your throws still look like punts. Oh, they're so bad. He's so how how I mean I get like how he went to Auburn because he fits the system, but he can't throw for shit, man. No, dude, he can't. It's incredible. Which is the best part of that entire that quarterback core last year. John Franklin, Jared, Jared, Jeremy, Jeremy Johnson, Jesus Christ, and um, Sean White. All none of they, them could uh, Sean throw. White could kind of throw, but none of them could really throw. Uh, so Sean White has an arm. Running back. Well, yeah. Sean, Sean White has an arm, but he can't run that offense, and the other guys just can't throw. Right, and also Sean White couldn't throw uh, with that uh, offensive line in front of him. Well, no, and they have a god awful. That's why got they have so god beat awful, up. They have like no receivers. Ah oh, boy, then they they still don't, or do they? I mean, Nate Craig I Myers. Nate, Nate Craig Myers is really good, but other than that, you got a bunch of like, ah, we'll see, type guys. Oh, we'll see. My favorite kind of guys, especially um, when they're not playing for our team. <laughs> we haven't really touched on. I mean, we don't have a lot to touch on on fall. I guess we could talk about uh, the, the unit we're most looking forward to seeing develop. Running back. Um, Running, I mean, that's end of question. Running back, we're done. Like, podcast like is last over. year, we had <laughs> <laughs> last year, we had the defensive line, which was absurdly loaded. This year, I mean, this running back core again, like I said about the defensive line last year, shouldn't shouldn't be legal, it shouldn't be allowed. They'll all play in the football. NFL. This is they'll all play in the NFL. Uh, so, I, I mean, like, you look, Phil Steele can't fit them all in. You know, and, yeah, and B.J. Emmons transferred, and we're just like, wait, who? Right. I mean, B.J. Emmons is here, so you got to scoot him over. You got Josh Jacobs scooting over to, according to you know Phil Steele, third string, and then you have Najee Harris, who's not even on this running back projected starting lineup page. Um, it's it's insane. Ridiculous. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna run the damn uh, ball, Lane. We're gonna run the damn ball. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I mean, not excited as much as I think, 
I don't you I, you can't see anything out of special teams, right? You can't you can't tell how the kicker's going to do until he gets into a game, right? right. Which I sucks because I I want to see what this kid's about. Anymore. Um, and, God, I just because I mean on our depth it's him and then J.K. and J.K. can't kick, guys. Nope. He can't. I'm sorry. We already know that because if he could kick, he would have been kicking. He can't kick. All right. Uh, but again, we can't see how the kicker's gonna do. And the backup, which sucks. sucks. Oh god. The Ole Miss yeah. guy sucks. Look. He's terrible. Uh, and Who, then we got this freshman. Yeah, and then we got this freshman guy. Papanastos is not good. That's the thing, though, is we didn't even get to. We saw Papanastos at a day. Not great. He was not terrible. impressive. Uh. We saw JK at A Day. Again, not Bad. impressive. And then this kid comes in as a complete unknown. Right? He's got He was in the All Star. He was in the bit. Army All American game. But that doesn't, in my opinion, diff, it's a different ballgame. It doesn't mean anything. No, not to me. I want to see it happen because Adam Griffith did the same shit and he was terrible. So Yeah. Especially as a kicker, you can't use that as a gauge. Nope. Um, but that's going to be. That's going to be a question mark until September 2nd, uh, almost a month from now. I'm excited. I want to see how the how the defensive line shakes out. I'm very excited. Good. Just, I mean, like, well, again, we're going to be good. I want to see maybe maybe not the defensive line. I, the defense as a whole, right? I want to see how the, yeah. the depth chart is probably going to shake out how we think it will. Yeah. We probably could pick out the starters. Yeah. But I want to see, I mean, not necessarily see because when the cameras are allowed in practice, they don't do a whole lot. But I want to, especially from Nick Saban, I want to hear how the the twos and threes are doing. You know what I, I mean? Do too. Especially what... secondary, like obviously uh, a thin a thin secondary. I want to see how those guys are doing. Um, do but too. the defense we'll, as a whole, we'll see. We'll see more of that when fall camp as fall camp progresses. I mean, there's not a whole lot to talk yeah. about now, but. Um, yeah, I guess we, we can podcast to at the on. end. Of, we can podcast midway through fall fall camp or, or something like that, and uh, update folks and talk shit. So. so like, yeah, I mean, we could uh, we'll probably podcast between now and Florida State, I guess, so we could do a quick update. I, also, the uh, Canadian tour is gonna have happened, so we could talk about that. Yeah, um, I mean, the next podcast is also gonna be really good, probably better than this one, and probably For, no I, uh, World War Two references. I, I wouldn't count on it because I have yet to see Dunkirk, and once I see it, I'm gonna work it in. All right, sounds good. We'll talk. Um, but next podcast we'll do we're that. Dunkirk, Canadian tour, and football. <laughs> and also, I think I don't I don't I want I wanted to do the live I, or I want to do a live podcast for Florida State. I I mean I Paris was gonna State. say no Facebook. Uh, live. Yeah, What's Periscope Facebook or live? Face probably Facebook Live. We're gonna I was Facebook gonna say if it. you want us to do it. But I don't care if people want us to do it because we're gonna do it anyway. We're gonna do it, yeah. Um, we never did the food and bar podcast either. Look, I mean, we kind of did. We touched on stuff like that in the graduation podcast. Oh yeah, that was that was true. We did, we did. We That'll need to wrap do, this one up there. But we're gonna we're gonna use this Facebook Live podcast as a way to pregame for the pregame for the Florida State game. Oh so yeah, we're definitely we're definitely gonna be drinking on Facebook Live. So definitely gonna be drinking. Definitely gonna have a walkout song. We're working on that. We got to work on that, Taylor. I want a walkout song, all right? Sounds good, dude. Sounds good. Uh, that's that's it. I, I guess we didn't we didn't have a lot to talk about, but we made it an hour. That's impressive. We can talk about a lot of shit, I guess. dude. 
Right. Yeah, we can talk a lot of shit. That's why we started a podcast. If there was a major for shit talking, we would do it. I mean, we were in it. We I dropped it. You stayed in it and then went to do something that doesn't necessarily involve shit talking. True. You know. Yeah, you know. Okay. It, anyways. <laughs> Going down, um, go that's here. it. We'll be we'll be back probably between now and the Florida State game, or we'll try to be. But no promises. Definitely be back for the Florida State game. Very excited. Um, that's it for the podcast. Uh, good. Have a good day and roll time. Rolling down a backwoods Tennessee byway. One arm on the wheel, holding my lover. With the other, a sweet, soft, southern thrill. Worked hard all week, got a little jingle on a Tennessee Saturday night. Couldn't feel better, I'm together with my Dixieland delight. Spend my dollar. Park in a holler needs a mountain moonlight. Hold her up tight. Make a little loving. A little turn it up in on a Mason Dixon night. This my life. Oh, so right. My Dixieland delight. on clover, red-tailed hawk, sitting on a limb, chubby old groundhog, croaking bullfrog, free as a feeling in the wind, homegrown country girl, gonna give me a whirl, on a Tennessee Saturday night, lucky as a seven. Living in heaven with my Dixieland delight. Spend my dollar, park in a holler, need the mountain moonlight. Hold her up tight, make a little loving, a little turtle doving on a Mason Dixon night. It's my life.
See